Come on. He is strong. He is powerful. He is James Adam, and he is co-founder of 33%. He's a branding and marketing strategy and a Lego Serious Play facilitator. Welcome, James, to Lifeblood Brand. Thank you for having me. Excited Sorry to, have to you. be here. Yeah, excited to have you on. James, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Oh, wow, that's a big question. <laughs> um my personal, well, I'm, yeah, I'm, I live over in the UK, just outside of Manchester. I've uh, been doing marketing strategy for uh, well over 20 years now. It's kind of all I've ever done. Um, I've worked with a lot of retailers, uh, a lot of hospitality, a lot of leisure. Uh, and I've always found that, you know, especially small businesses, they struggle when it comes to having that strategy in place. They think a strategy is something I hear all the time. Strategy is something for big businesses. You know, that's something that when you've got a massive marketing team, when you've got shareholders, when you've got executives, you've got to worry about a marketing strategy. But actually, I've realized that so much time is wasted by not having that strategy in place for, for small businesses. And it's something I'm really super passionate about trying to help them with. Nice. Appreciate that. And how about a little bit about personal life? Ah, uh, personal life. I said try and... Uh... <laughs> Yeah, I got two kids. Uh, yeah, um, big big fan of as you mentioned, Lego Serious Play. It's something I've kind of blended my personal life with my work life. I really figured you could you could use Lego and actually do work with it. So I use that a lot in in my work, facilitating and and, and using it. But it's also something that I love doing as well. Um, in the meantime, you know, me and my kids, we play a lot of video games. We do a lot of the kind of normal stuff that people with families do at the moment not a lot of personal life going on because we're still locked down over here. So we're not doing a lot of going out, but you know, back in the days when we were allowed to go out visiting theme parks, doing all that fun stuff, you know, it was what we, that's what we did as a family. So yeah, I hope looking forward to things getting back to some semblance of order in, uh, in due course. Yeah. Amen. Like I would. Right. All right. So thinking about, um, how, more, more often than not, a small organization thinks about strategy and they think, to your point, well, that's just for big companies. But in reality, if you really want to be optimized in how you're spending your time and your attention, you need to have a strategy. Otherwise, you're just starting and stopping and wasting that time and wasting that attention. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It's something something that we we kind of preach this all the time, This this idea of ruthlessly efficient marketing. That's what we want people to have because we get it like i love i love marketing i think it's fascinating but most people especially most small business owners they don't love marketing it's not a thing that they want to do they've got a billion other things they've got to deal with so what they need to be able to do is they need to get the marketing done and then get on with running their businesses because that's the thing that they loved and i, and I feel like it's something that makes them get fed up about marketing it's this this idea that they get so focused on seo and key phrases and how am I going to post something on social media and which social media channels should I use? And I've got to post on all of them. And it becomes, it becomes completely overwhelming. And I totally get it. I get why people hate it because it's just like, ah, which, which thing am I going to do first? Yeah. And, and I've still got to deal with customers and complaints and providing services and all this kind of stuff. So we try and really get, encourage people to focus on just do the things that matter and forget about everything else. Figure out who that, you know, the, the first thing is figure out who your perfect ideal customer is really get into their mind get to that point where they're like your best friend and that's that's a you know thing that we always i always say is that 
when you when you're talking about a friend or a family member or someone that you're really close to you don't think about what you're going to text to them you don't when you're writing a whatsapp you don't get that signed off by three other people to know they'll engage with it you know mm-hmm. what to send if you're sending it to a mate you go da 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 boom off you go you know you're going to get a response and that's how you should feel about your ideal customers that's how you you should know them so well that you know when you write something yeah they're going to love that i know that product's going to work for them i know that service is going to work for them and and at its very simplest level everything you do then becomes easy because because you really understand you're in their head and and you know their problems before they've started thinking about them and and i think that's that's what you know that's what I'd, I'd love people to do is just to not get so overwhelmed by the complexity and the minutia and the tactics and just get back to that core of solving that problem first and then building out from there what a great way to think about that right it's like i don't have a checklist for the things i want to text to my buddy i just text my buddy right yeah but if you've got a group or something you know you know you're going to send a thing you know you're going to get some smiling cat emojis back that's what you know you know you're gonna get that thing so so you know you know yeah you just you know how people will react mm-hmm. and that that i think everybody who's listening that's a yeah that's that's where i want to get to how often do you find that that's where people are when 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 you're meeting them i think it tends to be the case where you say so do you know who your customer is do you know who you're talking to and most of people go yeah yeah of course i do yeah i mean my first of all my product's amazing so anyone can be my customer is the thing we hear right. most of the time yeah pretty much anyone could buy our product <laughs> and it's like yeah but they aren't gonna like you probably don't have enough budget to target all of the people uh, because there's loads of them uh, so you're gonna have to, <laughs> you just can't you're gonna have to nail it down a little bit and, and i think it's a, it is a bit of a it's become a bit of a cliche. It's a bit of a like, what's your niche and finding your niche and all that, you know, niching down and everything like that. And, and it is, it is essentially that it is about really, really finding that person. But it, but for me, it's more of a, it's more of a psychological thing. It's more of a getting yourself into their shoes so that you can really think about the, the scenario they're in so that you know how you can relate to them and get involved with them. Because yeah, most, most people, they haven't done that that initial bit of work that that and sometimes it's hard like because you've got to go like i'm going to focus on this person but does that mean i'm gonna alienate this person and yeah like you probably are but but that's okay because there's loads of this person and you can just get more of them and make them a bigger focus instead of trying to hedge your bets and go for absolutely everybody yeah it's interesting right that you're it's like niching down or niching down however you say that word correctly um there is a lot of talk about that but that's that's because you should do that yeah <laughs> just yeah, because the, people talk it about it is the right thing to do isn't it yeah <laughs> doesn't no, mean yeah. that, that that people are actually helping people to do that um and you don't want to miss out you think that your thing is awesome and i'm sure that it is but you are in fact not optimized you're not maximizing because you're just trying to do too many things for too many people so getting into the psychology of of my perfect customer how do i start doing that well it's pretty it's actually it's actually pretty straightforward you know you 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 do it subconsciously with people in the real world anyway but when you're talking about from a marketing point of view you have got to go through that that kind of process and we've got this you know this book which you can you know your your listeners are very welcome to have a copy of um that will take you through the process It's, it's really about understanding the needs of the customer what do they what do they absolutely have to have 
what what can they not live without and then what are their desires and the the difference between those can be quite subtle and ultimately depending on what your product or service is will very much depend on whether you're need based or desire based and you know like behind me you can't see if you're listening but it's a lot of lego and that is very much desire based there's no i don't need any of that <laughs> but you're marketing to my desires to have that those things i like but you, some people need toilet roll you know you can that's a need a basic requirement mm-hmm. that you can market towards um and then you think about the the pain points the, the the struggles that a person's going through what are the things that they're having to deal with uh, and when you understand that when you start to get that picture of especially the pain points you can start to imagine the conversations that they're already having with themselves imagine the things they might be googling the things they might be searching for and that's when you can step in and, and have that conversation with them and then those purchase drivers are really important as well because you're you you have to know how your customer is likely to make a decision about a purchase because are they i'm very impulsive i see a great deal you can advertise to me on facebook late at night and there's a pretty decent chance i might get lured into clicking on that kickstarter and funding it or whatever else but my 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 partner gary he's very methodical and he likes to he will check the reviews and he would check the detail of every little thing and he is not he sees a countdown he's like no that's i don't buy it not interested but whereas i'll be like oh i've only got a day to buy this quick gotta hurry must, must act soon and so that you when you know your customer you know what they're like you can do that and you, and you can actually do a great job of, of dealing with both scenarios so if you can have you can have the countdown there's nothing wrong with that it's a great idea but then back it up with the social proof back it up with the reviews back it up with the other things so that the methodical logical buyer also gets that tick um and so we go through that process of, of getting those big things we also talk about role models the people that they the brands they aspire to be but but one of the most important things and it, it becomes a bit of a again it's a bit of a cliche people say well, you're going to give them a name um and give them an age and we do say give them a specific age try and find a picture of them and the reason that uh, that we say to do that is it's not kind of a vanity exercise so that you've got this this official you know avatar created it's because you can't picture a person that doesn't have a name you can't picture a person that doesn't have a face but when you do have that picture it, it it's like they're your board advisor it's like they're sitting there in the back of your mind all the time thinking every decision you go to make i'm writing a social post i'm writing a blog i'm creating a new product idea they're just there and you think well, what would they want would they like that and then when you're na- when you're absolutely nailing it, you just know you know instinctively that, and it is just it's just there in the back of your mind all the time. So we just yeah we said you know fill it in, print it out, have them on the site, have them on your wall, have them nearby because they should be you should be asking them even if it might make you seem a bit bonkers if you're talking to a picture on a wall, but right. you should be asking them that question if it's if this is right for them. I love that. I think that that makes a lot of sense. You know, you're taking the abstract and actually making it tangible. There's john or there's there's a sally right there i better make yeah, sure exactly. that, that, yeah. what I'm, that what i'm thinking about putting out towards them is going to be aligned to 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 those things and, and and having that sort of a sort of a punch list of needs and desires think about their pain points their purchase drivers um the kind of aspirational companies that they're probably interested in becoming and then actually having a picture of them i think that that's great so so that is the important first work that probably ought to be done, right? And then it's a matter yeah, of let's figure out the strategies from there or tactics rather or strategy first. This episode is brought to you by Money Alignment Academy. If you are looking for a financial wellness platform 
for your company, your organization, and your employees, check out moneyalignmentacademy.com or click on the link in the notes of the show. Yeah, well, that, I mean, that's that's the first step is understanding who who it is you want to be talking to. Then you understand where they are. So then at, at that point, now you know you know what this person is. Then you can start thinking about okay, so what channels do they use? Do they you know are they going to find you on Google? through natural search are they someone that is just predominantly on facebook are they on linkedin where are they and then figure out where they are mostly but not just where they are where they're most likely to make that purchase where they're most likely to engage with you because i use facebook but i don't tend to buy things from facebook whereas on instagram i'm likely to click on an ad you know whatever that scenario is so so understand that person and then forget everything forget all those other things that you're worrying about don't worry about linkedin if your customer isn't on linkedin it doesn't matter it's a vanity exercise it's a tick box get rid of all those channels you'd love to have a youtube channel but you might not need one and then just put all your efforts into that into those channels so you know who your customer is you know where they are now and then the last thing is to know what to say to them to really nail down what we call the subjects of influence the things that you can be known for the things that the information you want to share the things that people are going to share of your posts and, and you're going to be the expert in that field. And that's kind of the three step process really to creating a strategy. And that is, that's, you know, for me, a strategy isn't, it's not a big stuffy document that sits in a drawer. And I've worked in companies where we've got, Oh, here's our marketing strategy. Excellent. Glad we've done that. Print it out <laughs> and stick it in a drawer and we'll never look at it again. Just do what we want. But that's not what it should be. It should be a thing that should sit there all the time and you should check it and make sure that you're, heading in that direction all the time because that's what that's what it is at its core it's not you know it's not this this stuffy nonsense document yeah that that, that certainly does make sense it needs to be living and breathing and re- revisiting and changing and tweaking in and, and, and everything else yeah now i mean now more than ever you know the people that have really nailed this process where they've had to to make changes they had to pivot they had to adjust the way they do business most of those people are because they've got a clear vision they've got a clear strategy for where they were trying to get to and so it was a straightforward process for them to go okay well i can't go this way anymore so i'll go this way but i'm still going in the same direction I'm trying to get to the same place but the people that were just day to day we're just doing what we're doing not really thinking like a customer not really thinking what they were trying to get to they were then like what do we do and it was, you know, that's the case for us. We were, you know, we were a, an agency dealing with mostly retail and mostly hospitality and mostly people like that. And that was a really bad time for, you know, for for my agency business because it wasn't, you know, they just they just weren't there anymore. They weren't able to do that. So um, you have to be, you have to have that clear vision of where you're trying to get to, and that's what the strategy's for. Yeah, well, that that makes all the sense in the world. In terms of really figuring out what channels that 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 your customer is on, mostly, you say that, and I, I then I think about Gary V and how I, I should be now on Clubhouse and I should be on TikTok, <laughs> yeah. but I'm a you know I'm a 40 year old guy, you know, and I'm like, what in the world, whatever, do on TikTok, and now I'm supposed to figure out Clubhouse and everything else. Clubhouse, yeah, man. Um, impenetrable but, <laughs> but to your point right that's just it's 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 vanity and it's for sure a waste of my time yeah i mean it, it's it's one of those where it might not be but it but it probably is and chasing after that exciting new thing isn't where most of the you know that that's where podcasters get into talking to other podcasters that seems to be you know clubhouse is a great 
opportunity for you to talk to more people that, <laughs> that also like doing the same thing. But are you going to get in front of your your actual customers? It's the same as, you know, it's marketing agencies that talk to other marketing agencies. That's great. Or, you know, accountants advertising in an accountancy magazine. You're not gonna you're not gonna win a new business that way. So you really gotta not get distracted by the shiny, exciting new thing, the TikToks or the Instagram reels, if they're not a place where you're gonna get customers because, you know, the odds are you're just gonna talk to more people that are like you. Yeah, I appreciate that very much. How how often is 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 it you're needing to to give some tough love and to say, Hey, George, I know that you really enjoy being on Instagram, but you are it's not optimized. Knock it's it a, off. It's a, yeah, knock it off. It's a tricky balance, isn't it? I mean I, I I'm a great believer in doing things that you love. And that's why a lot of small business owners especially, they set up a business because they love doing a thing. They were really good at it. It was an area of expertise and they and they were passionate about it. And and I see it so often where that turns into a sort of resentment or an annoyance or this this idea that that's why people don't like marketing because it's getting in the way sometimes of doing the thing they actually like doing so when when i see someone who does they, they love instagram and they might not be getting great results from it but they actually do just really enjoy doing that then i would i would try to encourage them to say okay well let's see if we can find a way to make that work for you mate because you're going to do better at it if you like doing it you're going to do it more consistently but let's try and work out a way to target people a bit more efficiently on that platform. But yeah, sometimes you've got to say, look, I know that you love making YouTube videos, but nobody watches them and it's a complete waste of your time. Or you've got a podcast, but it doesn't go anywhere or whatever else. Then at some point you do have to have a, a tough conversation and say, no, I'm sorry. That's, you know, you've got to put your efforts over here because that's where your customer is or come up with a product that better suits the methods you want to go at approaching some something that's different that that might be the solution but but yeah sometimes you've got to be gotta be tough yeah i know you like this a lot but <laughs> doesn't yeah, seem to be really doesn't seem to be sorry. getting the result <laughs> you spent three days in clubhouse and you haven't got yeah. a single piece of business from it so right. sorry i love it <clears throat> well james the people are ready for your difference making tip what do you have for them all right. Well, the most important thing I would say is that marketing is not rocket science. No matter what anyone would have you believe, it's not as complicated as you might think it is. If you can follow that process of understand who your customer is, know where they're hanging out and know what to say to them, everything else becomes so much simpler. And I would just encourage everybody to go through that process because you will definitely make all your marketing decisions will be made better from that. Well, I think that that is great stuff that definitely gets come on. Come on. You took you, you really took the words out of my mouth. I was going to ask you like do people really overcomplicate this is, you know, is there actually some sort of a magic bullet to it? Um, but in fact that there is not. It is not it's not it's not that complicated. It's just a matter of doing the work. It is and and there isn't. Yeah, there's no there's no silver bullet. There's no solution. You know, you have to go through that process and and obviously I am that is a simplification of the whole process once you understand that you do have to go into a bit more detail in sure. your tactic but but what that will do is it will direct your tactics it will stop you from spending days and days trying to figure out seo if seo isn't the thing that you need to worry about love it well james thanks so much for coming on where can people learn more about you how can people engage with you well if if anyone would like to learn a bit more um 33 percent.co.uk 
slash customer uh, you can head over there and you can actually download our free ebook which will it's called thing like a customer and it will get you right into the process of creating your ideal customer avatar it'll really help you get that get yourself into their psyche and, and i think that's a really good starting point for any of this process so yeah i'd love it if anyone would like to to download that they'd be very welcome indeed love it give me the site again uh, it's 33%, that's all letters, no numbers, 33%.co.uk slash customer. Perfect. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show James your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to 33%, all spelled out in letters.co.uk slash customer for that great resource. Thanks again, James. Thank you very much for having me on. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight as we are all in this together.